This conference will now be recorded. Amen. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, yet do I know, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, yet do I Jesus Christ,
to be in his presence. Tonight, I deem it a pleasure to be able to fellowship with believers. 
And tonight, I think it is only proper and fair that for all the goodness, for all the good things, for all the love this good God has shown us, for all his mercy, for all his grace, for all these wonderful giftings he's given to us throughout the year, throughout today, from our workplaces, in our homes, in our shops, wherever we found ourselves, it is only proper and fitting that we lift up a voice of thanksgiving, that we lift up a shout of praise, that we lift up a voice of praise, that we lift up a, a, a heart of worship tonight to him. If you know the song, you can sing it along. If you want to shout, you can shout just to give thanks to God. Oh, Come out of your heart tonight. I want to hear that heart of worship exposed in some form. If it is singing, you want to sing, just sing. If it is worship, you want to give God tonight, just worship. I just want to hear that voice of gratitude. I just want to hear you pray even unto the Lord and say a word or two just to let him feel love. No God dwells. God dwells in the praise and worship of his let us give him the worship that he deserves. He has been good to us. He has been good to our spouse. He has been good to our parents. He has been good to our children. Let us just give all to him. We are not better than those in the those who are buried, but Father. If you are still alive and the blood coursing through our veins, Father, we say all glory and honor be unto your name. Say all glory and honor be unto your name. We are most grateful, Father. Tonight we worship your holy name, Father. We thank you, Father, for your worship. We thank you for your worship. We thank you for your graciousness. Some are in the sick bed and wish they deserve it, Father. Some cannot breathe. Some are on oxygen. You have life. He deserves. He deserves that thanksgiving. He deserves that worship. Father, come tonight and accept our sacrifice of praise this evening. Father, accept our sacrifice of worship this evening. Let us lift a voice of thanksgiving to this good God because He is a God that is good and seeks our welfare. Let us just worship Him. Let us give Him praise. Let us give Him praise. Let us give Him worship. I want us to unmute and thank God. God has definitely done something for you. God definitely did something for you today. If for mm -hmm. nothing you are alive, if for nothing you are alive, open up your mouth and thank good, the thank good Lord tonight. Open up your mouth and thank him. Thank you for the life of us. 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 Thank you for the life
Let's continue to pray. Let us usher ourselves into a period of repentance. Many are the things that we do that are not fitting at times of our Christian lives. Many are the, are the things that we design our hearts that are not befitting of our, our creed as Christians. Many of the things that we do and desire in our hearts that we fail to do to be fitting as children of God. Many are the things we think that are not clean and pure to be called children of God. Tonight, you know how, how your year has been. You know how the day went. There are things that you did that you are not proud of yourself. Tonight, you have that opportunity to make things right with God. Let us unmute and pray tonight and confess that sin and ask this God to forgive because he's a just and faithful God to forgive. Only when we repent of our sins is he, is he going to forgive. This repentance is free. So open up your mind, open up your heart, unmute and speak to this God. Speak to this good and graceful God. Thank you for your 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Tonight, our mandate is simple. And it's a very, very serious and aggressive night for us this evening. Tonight, our prayer will focus entirely on revoking satanic decrease against our health. The devil always has and finds a way of attacking the children of God. Most of the time, one of those pillars or the core places the devil attacks is our health because the health is central to a lot of things that you can do to glorify God. Your health is central to the very things that keeps you in existence. Your health is central to the things that makes you a good a, a good a good being because at the end of the day if your health is poor you're unable to work well to be able to earn well and to be able to glorify god with other things other than yourself or other than yourself the devil knows this and because of that finds ways and tricks to attack this health tonight with all seriousness we shall pray and pray against and pray to revoke every satanic decree against our health amen tonight we'll take our, our, our first bible point from isaiah chapter 8 verse 10 and it says take counsel together and it shall come to naught speak the word and it shall not stand, for God is with us. With this at the back of our minds, you should know that in all things you do, as far as you are a child of God, and you stand aright with God, he is with you. And no counsel of the devil shall work against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Evil decrees are satanic arrows sent to destroy God's children. So tonight, our mandate will be to avert those decrees. And if those decrees have already been pronounced, lives tonight in the name of jesus and by the power of the blood of jesus those decrees we shall remove from our lives amen revoke is to overturn or reverse or cancel a decree means a law order fiat or edit decrees are issued by people with authority so that means that evil decrees are pronouncements that are made by evil demonic forces or entities that have authority and power to do so. And anytime an evil decree is released, a demon or an agent is also released to supervise and ensure that that is carried on. Our first course, therefore, 
is to ensure that we stand aright with God, because it is only then that we will enough authority to wade off and to overcome and suppress these agents that are sent to monitor these decrees. Our first prayer point tonight, therefore, will be for God to <coughs> access to strength, power, and authority to suppress the, the, the agents through whom these evil decrees have been invoked on our health. Amen. Tonight, our first prayer point would be for God to grant us the authority because authority has to do with levels of power. We don't care what power or what authority or what demon did, whatever they did. Tonight, we know that we serve a God that is able to overcome any form of entity in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that no matter the case you are battling with, the death of Christ on the cross has legally liberated us. By God's death, by Christ's death on that cross, we have legality to overcome any curse or entity. So tonight we stand on God's word and pray with all the strength we can master because this forms a central part of our being. So tonight we unmute and do our first prayer point, which is for God to grant us the access to that authority, to power, to overcome and suppress whatever entity has been sent to deliver that pronouncement. Shall we open our mouths and pray that we, and, and ask for grace, for, 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 for power, for authority to overcome, authority to overcome, authority to suppress any entities. Shall we pray that we shall be granted the strength and authority to overcome any entity that has been sent to, to, to invoke a pronouncement. Let us unmute tonight and pray with that zeal. Let the devil know that the furiousness in this prayer. Tonight we pray that the God Almighty shall grant us to the power to entity, the power to We stand on the authority of your word and by the power in the blood of Jesus. With access to legal grounds to overcome and the authority to overcome any agent that stands tonight by us to invoke any case. We 
and all our enemy and nothing shall stand on chapter 8 it talks about the plans that had been orchestrated to exterminate the Israelites or the Jews now in that same Bible verse in Esther 8 in that chapter it talks about how the good God through Esther and Mordecai was able this the decree on that extermination, extermination was reversed Tonight, we stand on that very word, on that story, and reverse and revoke all evil decrees that have been invoked or pronounced on our health. Nothing shall hurt us, the Bible said. Tonight, according to that story of Esther, Mordecai, and the Jews, and how a decree was reversed for their sake a decree of extermination tonight i declare to you that if there has been a decree on your health that is to exterminate you it shall be reversed in the name of jesus it shall be reversed by the blood of the lamb so tonight let us unmute and by that power and authority that we build now revoke and reverse every single decree that has been pronounced on our health shall we open our mouths and pray shall we open our mouths and revoke every Mark single 
I'm 
My help in the name of Jesus. Tonight we have established the Bible in Numbers chapter 23. any spirit that operates as light tonight in the name of Jesus. Have your own way in the lives of your people. Father, I present your sons and your daughters before you tonight. Let our pleadings be acceptable before thy sight. And let your glory overshadow your people. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will continue with where I ended the last time on the purposes of the homes. But before I continue, I would want to share Something 
that is not related to our team. And it's about our attitude. This evening I was just sitting outside and I was just meditating about God, about His wonders, and about life. When the old man passed by and asked me this question, that do I think he cannot bless his people? Do I think he doesn't hear us when we pray? So I was asking him, so if you hear us, how come Some of your people are still lacking when it comes to the manifestations of our expectation. And one of the things God told me is what I'm about to share with us. Our attitude and obedience to his word is the key. the manifestation of what we are believing God for. So the other day, Jesus Christ had gone for a party, an engagement ceremony with a mother there was a shortage. He came to tell the mother. The mother indirectly got his son involved. So I've been thinking about the statement of Mary. And Mary's statement was, whatever my son will ask you to do, just do it. Whatever my son will tell you to do, just do it. Whatever my son will instruct you to do, just do it. So the key to the manifestation of what we are, whatever we are believing God for, 
has to do with our obedience to the word of God. The key to the manifestation of whatever we are believing God for has to do with our attitude to the work of God. At least it is still work in progress. And we are still working before God. But let me tell you the truth. God is not moved by your two by four tongues that you speak. God is not moved by your involvement in his work. One thing that moves God is your obedience to his word. Most of us are still pretending before God. And that is why it's very, very difficult for the old man to Somebody, somebody should attend the question on the operational page, the admin page. Looks like those in the north are having issues connecting. So somebody should just try and help those there. God showed me some few pointers. Some of us at times when we join the session, you've joined all right though. But you are multitasking. You've joined the session and you are still watching TV too. You've joined the session and you are Facebooking. Our attitude in his presence determines how he too will respond to us. Now we're just sitting my son, we're thinking about life. Then he himself came and began to ask me certain questions about life. People of God, for once, let's be straight before God. And let's stop pretending. I picked only five of our members and I told God that he should grant me the grace to win them spiritually. And surprisingly, out of the five, only two had a weight in the spirit. 
five most active VPN workers. Around 5.30. And only two of the five had wheat. People of God, in as much as we are dedicated and committed to the network, let's talk this pretentious life. And one of the things called to you know, do you know that some of your people, when they pray, their prayer, their prayer even irritates me. When they speak in tongues, their tongues irritate me. And I asked God for it, and God revealed the other side of these people. As I said earlier, it is still work in progress. If you want a manifestation, Best obey the instructions of his word. Do whatever he tells you. When God instructed the angel to work with Israel, he says, do whatever he tells you. Don't upset him. Because my name is in him. Do you know that even angels, how they get closer to God or their ranks is based on their obedience to God. Let's stop pretending on. Let's stop pretending. Let's stop pretending. Christianity is not speaking in tongues. Christianity is the life at the other side. And most of you, when you talk about some of these things, most of you think that, oh, it is only sin, 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 sin. It's all about sex, sex, sex. As for sex, it's even irrelevant to the things that God has been showing me. There are weightier sins than sex, sex-related sins. If you want God to honor you, child of God, be real with Him. Follow His instructions. Your attitude when you are in His presence. How can you be a member of this network and you are at loggerheads with your friend? Then Christ is not in you. If you don't believe it, could even even do that. And you think whatever you are praying to God, your prayers will, will go. No, no, God will God does God God he deals with serious people. When Daniel saw his glory, he bowed. 
even out there, they don't think where God is. At least I have seen God before. It's like you cannot even look at him. Where I was and where he was, and how the light, even from the realm that in which I, I was, and so and saw him. Let's stop pretending. Let's stop pretending and obey his word. You're a child of God. And you're not talking to somebody. Hey, have you forgotten that you two you will die? Have you forgotten that one day somebody will just pick your naked body and throw you like something? into a, a fridge. You can pretend to man on. But the seven eyes of God, he sees everything. I have pleaded with God. And some of you, if you don't change, I will personally stop you from playing roles within the network. Because I don't want any strange fire on the altar of God. If you know you're in the sound of my voice and have issues with somebody right after let go and go and reconcile with the person. You have come too far as a child of God to allow certain things to weigh you down. Let go of pride. Let go of pretense. What God sees is not what when you come to his presence. It's the other life that he sees. We have clothed ourselves with the things of God. But our attitude, our life stinks before God. I have to be frank with you. We are not to pretend. Some of you claim you have repented. You have not repented though. It is just due to certain circumstances that you are pretending to repent. You are repent, you are pretending to change. Your body is his temple. Your thought pattern. Whatever is in your heart, he sees. It says, whatever he tells you to do, do it. These people cry when not believers. But you have tasted the light of God. You have tasted the power of God. So why are you living your life as if Christ is not in you? 
Why are you living your life as if Christ is not with you, in you? Let me tell you about this God. When you cry before this God, he doesn't kill you. He has with your matters that he's dealing with. I have served God. I have prayed and nothing is happening. Have you checked your lifestyle? The things on your phone, your, the things on your phone, the things on your phone. Even if your kid sister or your kid brother even wants to have access to the things on your phone, are you pleased? One can adventure, somebody gets access to your phone and views the same, the things on your phone. And it is this same phone that you come to pray with. Oh, hold your phone, let's do a contract. And these contaminated things are on your phone. With all my years in knowing him. The easiest thing for a child of God to do or to have is a fellowship of the Holy Spirit and God. You will not go to him or he will come to you. So when Bible makes an answer, God will, will, will move from his glorious estate and come to Adam. Why was he always coming to Adam? That pattern has not changed. God is always coming to his people to fellowship. When the priest is not and you think sin is only about sex, 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 sex. Tonight, I have to just be real with you. God says, I should tell some of you that you stink before him. When you come and you lift up your holy hands to him. It's even rather worsening your plight. Change. Because it's rough. It's coming upon his people. Huh. Member of TPN, and you are no guys. When you're being cast you are fighting. Fighting over who? Ah. And you think you pray God will answer your prayer? This conversation, I'll continue part two. Right now, I'm not well, so I don't want to I had to. I'll continue with part two. Change. With this kind of attitude, let me tell you the truth. Uh, we can even pour the oil on, on earth on you. Your life, there will never be a change in your life. How can some people will just join the session? And every session, like you can see that God is moving in their lives. And some of you that has been with us from day one, things are not happening. 
your obedience to the voice of God is key. Your attitude when you come to his presence. The woman with the issue of blood. There were a lot of people around Jesus Christ. But she had a different attitude. When you join the session, like, like oh, it's a, it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday evening. Let me just join the session. Oh, just a one and a half session. Just let me join. Nothing will happen, no. Nothing will happen to you. There wouldn't be any manifestation in your life. Anybody who still still finds him. What was your preparation before you joined the session? You just checked the time, you picked your phone and you locked on. Fine, you're coming to pray. But anyone who knows how to pray and how prayer works, you don't just get up and pray, you prepare yourself before you come and pray. Prayer is not just the release of words. There are a lot of things takes place behind the scene before you come and pray. How prepared are you? And you expect this God to work. This is one of the things God told you. Do I know why a lot of men of God are consulting with Jones? They are consulting millions because of their members. Because they don't want to follow the right approach for his glory to manifest. So they have to use another approach. So he's not interested in your lifestyle. As long as whatever you are believing is God for you, get it, you're okay. If you think you coming to the presence of God is just about that challenge, then our God, the anchor, he's the most useless God ever. If you think it's about that marital issue, Abba. But God is leading his people somewhere, building his people for a greater tax. Well, let's live our lives as Christians. So we have no idea when we will die. We have no idea. We have no idea. We have no idea. And don't think that's for you that you are strong. And if doesn't respect anyone, you can come for you at any time whether you are ready or not. Let's live our lives as Christians. 
we talk too much, we complain too much. We are always complaining about everything. Everything in church, everything out of church. That is why the glory is not manifested. Revelation chapter 9, verse 13 to 14. Tonight I'll be focusing on the voice component of the horn. I know I'll not be able to finish today, so maybe today, tomorrow. <coughs> today, tomorrow, I'm going to. We're going to focus on that. We are going to focus on that. At least for now, we know homes. Carries a certain dimension of God's glory. And that every child of God or every believer or any any man on this space has a, a certain hidden horn in him or her. And it is this through this hidden horn that his glory. is hidden. With the ultimate horn as a place of refuge, we've also dealt with horn as a place of atonement. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet. <clears throat> and I heard a voice coming from the four horns. The Bible is here on uh, the light. And I heard a voice coming from the four horns. The four horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said, Now the horn is that is the horn that is speaking. He said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. At least I've made you aware that the voice of every altar is in the horn. The most sacred place of any altar is the horn. And the horn is not the symbolic horn that is being sold in the market. The four ends of any altar is where horns are built. So maybe personally, you go to a place, you see an altar and there is no horn. It's not every horn that is visible. So from this scripture, we realize that horn speaks 
once has the ability to speak positively or negatively, depending on the type of author. Don't forget that every author too has a certain corresponding power that backs the utterances of these authors. And the mouthpiece of this deity, the mouthpiece of these entities are the horn. The other time I made you aware that with the, with homes, things that pertain to our lives are written. But do you know that every word that one speaks, our actions and inactions are also recorded in the horn. At least most of you uh, know that judgments are always dispensed from the horn. And the reason why judgments usually are dispensed from the horn is because these homes, I am referring to the family home, has a testimony of all the activities of people within that bloodline. So if you are from the Owusu family and you are in Kosovo, and by the grace of God, you get pregnant. The custodian of the home of the family will know that an Owusu in Kosovo has given birth, is pregnant. That is why personally, I think that those who want to hide certain things about themselves are people that spiritually, their level of maturity is a bit, is a little low. Do you know that every child of God, as long as you come from a family, there is an altar in your family that records everything about your life. So if somebody, somehow, somehow has been evil towards you, the altar in your bloodline records this info and it is recorded in the horn.
So, uh, so thieves broke into your shop. The police were not, there were no CCTV cameras. The police were not able to apprehend the thieves. They have not come scot free. Because every activity about your life is recorded in the home. That is why when two people are, are, are fighting, one can invoke a certain deity. and issue a command to that deity. And surely there is a manifestation. Horns have eyes. Horns have ears. A horn is a personality. So God intended all these tools to help in the betterment of members of a bloodline or a family. That is why I'm always admonishing God's people to be truthful to each other and not take advantage of people. Because you might see somebody, you might think that the person is nobody and you take advantage of the person. At that very moment, you have fallen though. But the pain, discomfort of the person, it is recorded in the person's family home. And all what the person has to do is to take advantage of the information that he, he has. If, if the person does not know, somebody within the bloodline can just rise up and execute judgment on the person's behalf. One other thing you can use the horn to do is that you can request the power behind your horn, the altar, to release judgment. From the horns. So basically, Brother A works with this institution. A superior is frustrating his life. Brother A can come home, request the power of the family horn or the family altar, request the power behind the altar of his church, request the power behind his own altar. I've told you that even if you're a child of God, every child of God has an altar. The Bible makes us understand the altars were always in the sacred place. That is basically the Holy of Holies. And our body is a temple of God. Our heart is an altar of God. 
Thank you, Jesus. For when somebody takes advantage of you, you can just come home, place your two hands on your heart, and make a demand. That God, for the sake of what ABC did, let the power behind the altar of my church release so, so, so judgment from the horns of that church into a certain designated place. That of God, even we don't know what you have. That is why you have devalued yourself and allowed anybody to take you people for granted. You went to the office, your boss frustrated you. You came home, you just came to cry. You just came home to pray. You are binding. What are you binding? You are breaking. What are you breaking? Place a demand, place a request. Your child is going to school. Your child is about to start a certain venture. Place a demand upon the altar of even the family. And let the power behind that altar release whatever you want from the house. And it is this mystery that the enemy knows. And they have been fighting against God's people. Tonight, we are going to invoke the judgment of God upon the altar of Elohim and upon the altar of this network. Go away they, when they, we used to hear, we used to hear some people in our various offices and homes that, hey, as for this man, you overdrew. When you step on his toes, he's not going to forgive you, he's going to crush you. I know most of us, even in schools, there were some people that we feared. Even our current workplaces, there are some people we still fear. Because it is an open city that these people have some kind of power. Do you know what makes them fearsome? The mystery of the horn. They came to your office, there was a certain small misunderstanding. The moment he got to be entered into the sacred room, requested, placed a demand on the power behind his altar. 
to issue a certain judgment. And you now, when this judgment comes upon you, the next day when you come to the office, you know that something happened to you. The reason why believers of today are not feared. It's because we are not taking advantage of what we have. We have the most potent of all the altars. The altar of Elohim. Then how come we are so scared about people consult mediums do you really know who you are do you really know what you carry do you even know i think most of us say our problem is we don't even know who who we are and what we have Tonight, I did not come to lead you people in prayer, but I came to let you know that you have every tool to cause havoc in the camp of the enemy. You are a child of God. You have the audacity to open your mouth and say, the beyphobia will crumble no yo. What anti beyphobia no yo? They have their altar. They understood the mystery of the horn. They are taking advantage of it. What are you doing with yours? It says where it came out from the horn. Words came out from the horn. What words have you released from your horn? What judgment have you released from your horn? God is not getting some of the work to do. God is still idle. There are specific angels assigned to these homes. And people of God, words released from homes are, are, are ye and amen ways. These are ways that, can, that, that cannot be contended by mortal men. Tonight, I have just one assignment for God's people. I want you to evaluate your life. The challenges you think you have. And issue a command through your horn. 
and let's see the victory God will give to you tonight. Just issue a command. Don't do anything. You are here, a member of this network. Ah, do you know that? Ah, I think what you read, I think First Corinthians chapter five, verse five. It was Paul who prayed for one of his own to be delivered to Satan for destruction. Right? First Corinthians chapter five, verse five. Do you know that on your altar, through your horn, you can deliver someone even for destruction? If a witch at their camp can mention your name at a witchcraft market, and deliver you for destruction. Why can't you also do same? After somebody had audacity to come to you and warn you that you, child of God, I will do this, this, and that to you. Christianity is not for the weak. The mysteries of God's way is not for the weak. There are some enemies out there. Their focus is just to fight against your your progress. And these are men that even come to you boldly to tell you what they will do to you and they they are able to do it. Enough of your speaking in tongues. Enough of your two by four prayers. There's enough power that has been released by God in you. How can you be a child of God for how many years? Somebody becomes a witch today now and you even, even fear the person. Tonight, if you know anybody that has dared you, anybody that has threatened you, deliver the person for destruction. Can you imagine Paul of all people handed somebody, a certain man, over to Satan for, for, for Satan to destroy? And you have a boss in the office misbehaving. You can offer that boss As a sacrificial lamp, even not to uh, another entity in another uh, uh, in another company, that same company, the spirit that governs the company, just waste on your altar. You can deliver that person for destruction. God did not give us the spirit of fear. If there is any sect that ought to be feared, it is Christians. Go and study how Christianity came by. 
If anybody tells you that, oh, these people, they were called Christian because they were living like Christ, it's not true. It is not true. Go ahead and, and read uh, research about the origin of Christianity. These were feared people. These were feared people. People that drank blood. These were feared people. But what can be said of now? Just one common pregnancy. Oh, but that you apply, you, you've used more than five bottles of anointing oil. Are they? That you can easily execute, issue a command from your altar. One may ask, Apostle, how can we build an altar? Forget about the physical building of the altars. Altars, we have to, we have the visible altar and the invisible altar. I always tell people that you yourself, you are, not, you are an altar. You are the temple of God. Within the temple of God, that was the altar. So you yourself, now you are even the temple of God. You are the altar yourself. You don't need any stone or this to build any other altar. You yourself, you are the altar. Issue commands. Issue commands. The Bible makes us understand. <coughs> that the Philistines will just come, mock the God. Of Israel, and everybody was quiet. The spirit of Goliath is still operating a lot of people. According to Josephus, David did not just rise up and go and fight Goliath. He understood the mystery of the altar. So he executed a certain judgment through the horns of God before he met Juliet. Right now, the Lord God is crying out for believers who be prepared to practicalize his, his mysteries. Every child of God is powerful. It's just our lack of applications of these things. You are into sales. Every day you go and open your shop and you're complaining that people are not buying. Whilst people are calling forth customers on their altars, you they just go and open your shop. So, for God's point of view, he really set up the family structure very well. That if you are from the Ekwana family, whichever clan that you come from, if somebody tries to take advantage of a clan member, 
automatically the 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 the, the altar of the clan will speak through the horns on the altar and it will execute judgment so if you ask your parents they will tell you that those days there were some clans that people feared there are some clans you cannot take advantage of the people you take advantage and you will have a certain immediate response Tonight, I just came to let you know that homes speak. Homes, they hear, they can listen. Homes have eyes. And whatever one does is recorded. By the horn. Every negative word that somebody has spoken upon your soul. It's also been recorded by a corresponding horn of the person. So if somebody releases a word upon your soul and you don't counter that word, child of God, it is a battle of horns. His horn will rise up and enforce the words that had been released. That is why believers are always at the other side. Aren't you tired with the challenges of life? Or some of you don't feel it. We are always defending. We are always defending. For once, when are we going to take the battle to the camp of the enemy? For once, when are we going to stop being too cautious of our of, of our environment and take the battle to the enemy? And whatever you will need to cause distraction in the camp of the enemy has already been provided by God. I say tonight. If all of all people could deliver people to Satan, if a witch in their meeting can stand on their horn and deliver a mansa to a certain spirit of sickness to torment, don't you think you have also the right to deliver somebody that is chasing your husband, chasing your wife, or is trying to destroy your marriage? For distraction. And you are there waiting for who? For God? You are there waiting for your sorrow. You are there waiting for the right time of God. God, he doesn't live in time. So to him, there is nothing like a right time. Rise up, child of God. And begin to put fear. Proper fear.
haven't you realized even in our various offices, Christians are the most marginalized? And you think that is how God wants it to be? We have lost our identity. Jesus said the other day that if a sword loses its value, it is trampled upon. The way your bosses are treating you in your various offices, the way your colleagues are treating you in your various offices, ask yourself, if you're to be a fetish priest or priestess, if your colleagues were to know that as for you, they, you, you like juju, open ropa, would they have treated you the, the way they are treating you now? Let's be real, people of God. David raised mighty men and they killed people. In our dispensation, it's not about the physical people that you kill, but powers you subdue in the other kingdom. It's about the fear that will come upon others just by the mention of your name. Is it normal for an unbeliever boss to just open his mouth and propose to a Christian sister? Then the unbeliever boss will just rise up because the Christian sister knows her value. He said no, will then rise up and frustrate the Christian sister. If the Christian sister was a priestess, do you think the boss could have done that? Let us rise up. Let us rise up. You know, they, they are conspiring against you in the office. You have been framed. You have been accused. Activate your home and declare on your altar your acquittal. Christians are supposed to be feared. If you understand the mystery of these homes, it is okay. You don't need anything again. So per God's structure, every family was supposed to be feared. The home in my family is different from your home. And each of these homes were complementing each other. But because Christians of today, we have gone to sleep, it has given the enemy access. When you read the book of Zechariah chapter 1, verse 19, God will in this search Friday whole night, is Zechariah chapter 1, verse 19, is what we will be dealing with. Evil homes. Evil homes. A place of power. A place of satanic refuge, a place of satanic atonement. So, if they want to atone for their sins or position, oh, let's get Yamasa's son and let's kill Yamasa's son. So, when you read the uh, Zechariah 190, it says, 
they are set up the horns in certain places. And the key, the key assignment they gave the horn was to scatter the people. What assignment have you given to the horn on your altar? You're always complaining about your husband. You're always complaining about your wife. Have you gone to your altar and execute judgment through your horn? Apostle, I think my husband is seeing somebody. Apostle, I think my wife is seeing somebody. Go and deliver the person to Satan. Paul did it, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 5. Your boss is misbehaving. Your mother-in-law is misbehaving. Your father-in-law is misbehaving. Your, 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 your neighbor, your business partner, your business partner owes, owes you. You talk, is misbehaving. deliver the person. Execute vengeance on your on your home. Somebody, someone, someone has taken advantage of you. And my name Kwakwa. Manipanem ran on the couch. Let the person know that you have a God. God willing, tomorrow is Friday, Thursday. We'll be praying about the voice component of the horn, the sight component of the horn the hearing component of the horn. And one, one, the one I didn't, there's one I didn't talk about, the taste and the smell component of a horn. Five prayer points for God willing tomorrow. I trust God that my health will improve tomorrow. Then on Friday at our all night, we will deal with evil homes. Don't forget the scripture, Zechariah chapter 1 verse 19. Every family has a home. In fact, God instituted the homes in our families for our good. But unfortunately, because you and I have, have not been able to take advantage of what God has instituted for our good, Those are the other side in our families. They are having a field day. And they are using these things that should have been for the betterment of everybody in the family, not against us. Rise up. Rise up. You've been too nice. Rise up. Execute judgments. But make sure you don't go and kill your husband, no. Execute judgment. Your husband tells you that he's going for a contract, going for a presentation. You know that your husband is having a lot of issues at the office. Promotion, somebody sitting on it. Salary increment, somebody sitting on it. And you are there, a wife, what are you doing? What buttons in actual? Tons, you know, you are about to enter into a certain realm of frequency. Who we are, a home home, no more tons, I say. Speaking your normal language. Speaking your normal language. Speaking your normal language and execute judgment through the hands of God. And let's see, and what I am believing God that after tonight's exposition, somebody will just go and try what I've said. It will be amazing the results that will come our way.
if there is anybody I have to pray for, let the person speak. Let the person speak. I would love to pray for Dina, Dina, what's the name of the boy? Son. I would love to pray for Auntie Gifty if she's online. If she's online, I would love to pray for if Diana is online. Then I want to pray for your son. I want to pray for your son. Whatever your son is going through, it's, it's just a medical condition. It has nothing to do with spirituality, but I will still want to plead over something on his behalf. And Auntie Gifty, if she is online, I would love to pray for Nurse um, Cyril's mother, if she's online, I would love to pray for if she's not online. God willing, tomorrow, 5 that we are meeting nice. for your command the morning. There wouldn't be no noon session. Noon session will resume on Monday. I want to use some few days to rest for the noon session to resume on Monday. God willing, Monday, we are starting our 21 days fast. First week is 12, 6 to 12. Second week is 6 to 2. Third week is 6 to 6. After this fast, the next fast we'll have, we'll have an evening fast. We will start our fast at 6 p.m. And we will end at 6 p.m. the following day. The fast for 24 hours. Start at 6 p.m. and end at 6 p.m. the following day. But this one, it is 21 days, first week 6 to 12. Second week, 6 to 2. Third week, 6 to 6. Please, if you know your medication, already told you that fasting is just a state of the mind. You can just take your drugs and eat and still be fasting. Fasting is not only the absence of food. You can still take your drugs and eat. My pregnant ladies, um, you can still take eat, but eat in moderation. Anywhere with a certain health-related challenge, please eat, but eat in moderation. But make sure that you don't lose that sense of fasting. Don't lose that sense of fasting. The people I had wanted to pray for looks like none of them is online. So, Father, I Most of these are <coughs> online. Okay. Most of these are online. 
yeah, if you have oil, just pour it on the, on, on the floor and step in it and let me pleat for you. I'm just going to place an injunction. Please uncover your head for me. Cover your head for me. I want to also pray for the pregnant women. I want to pray for the pregnant women. All pregnant women should 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 just place your hand on the upper part of your belly, not the lower, the upper, closer to their chest. That is where they should place your hand. Last night I was so weak. One of the angels of the nature came to alert me about a certain danger to one of our pregnant women. But I was so weak to even do anything about it. I just wrote it in my file. So if I've been able to join, let me please plead for the pregnant woman. Place your hand, your right hand on the upper part of your belly. I don't know the technical ways for it. The upper part, not the lower part, not the middle, but the upper, um, closer to your chest. I want you to place your hand. A pregnant woman, just breathe in, breathe out, just once. Breathe in. Holy Spirit, let your abiding presence hide your pregnant daughters. In the name of Jesus, I replace your hands with the hands of Elohim. Let the horns, O God, of this network establish. the coverings upon the apostles. As I declare in the name of Jesus and by the covenant of their right hand on their belly that no harm shall befall any child in the womb of the mother in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit divine, I commit your dear daughter gifty into your hands. Many are the evil schemes of the enemy, but, oh Lord God, we thank you for your word because you deliver us all. Brood over your dear daughter once again. Brood, oh God, over her poor soul once again. 
As we disallow every plot of the enemy against his soul. Any law of replacement that has been activated against it, I stand on the authority of your word in, and on these holy grounds, I disallow it right now, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Holy Father. Answered prayer. Amen. 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 Don't just 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 leave the rest to the horns on your altar. Tonight I've given God's people an assignment. Go and and work on your assignment. And just go to sleep. The rest, the horns on your altar will handle it. Uh, get get a white cloth and cover the boy for me. Hold him and cover him. Cover yourself and the child quickly. Hmm. Right. Those of you <laughs> with your walls in the oh. secondary schools, I want you to fast oh. Oh. a day for your child. As I said earlier, last night I was very weak. And all the cases that came my end, I was just helpless. I couldn't do anything about it. Those whose wars are in school. One of you is about to receive a very bad news. A very bad news. It's not that kind of news that oh your child is saying come and pick the child. It's more than that. It's more than that. Something that will result in a child to be in coma. Unfortunately, just as I said, I've I've not been able to inquire. So I don't know who that child is. What led to the child to be rushed to the hospital and the child still in coma? I don't know. So please, the coordinator can make a post on the various pages that if your ward is in a secondary school, I will plead with you to fast a day for your ward. Just first a day for a word. A certain disaster is about to happen. But I pray in the name of Jesus that the horns of Elohim will rise up and preserve our young ones. 
Father, let your abiding presence overshadow your dear daughter, Diana. I commit to God your dear son into your hands. Just as you showed me today that the condition has nothing to do with spirituality. But you are the God that heals. Let your healing hand, O God, locate this young boy in the name of Jesus Christ. Prove, O God, over this young boy and let your name be exalted. I thank you for answered prayer as we share the grace, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, now and forevermore. Amen. Now and forevermore. Amen.